Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. <clears throat> it's Fightful's The Hump with uh, Jimmy Van and Sean Ross Sapp. Fightful.com. Yeah, yeah. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is January 17th. 2024 a little programming note next week we will be bringing you the hump on monday maybe the first monday hump we have ever done so we are back here in like five days before raw not a lot can even happen between now and then but by god we're gonna be here for the monday hump because uh i'm gonna be flying to tampa on wednesday i've got a i've got a plan in order uh jimmy van is here by the way jimmy van how you doing Doing good, Sean Ross. If we don't have a lot of content next Monday, we're just going to, like, on the fly, recap Netflix shows that we've watched. Or we'll do Super Chats and Humper Chats because they always keep me going for an hour straight. A reminder, guys, that's how you get your question or statement read on the air. We are largely driven by Super Chats and Humper Chats. Uh, We've got a whole lot of new content coming here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Putting the finishing touches on a very long-form CM Punk video. Uh, This week, I did a sit-down video uh, because one of our subscribers said, what are like five or six things you would change about the Royal Rumble considering you like it so much? That video will be coming out. It's already up for Fightful Select Tier 2 members, but you're going to get all kinds of new content here on YouTube.com slash Fightful throughout the year. I'm going to be doing more of these sit-down videos, but get in your Super Chats, get in your Humper Chats. We got lots of interviews coming your way too. Uh, indie wrestlers, WWE wrestlers, Joel Pearl was just at TNA, Hard to Kill, interviewed Steve Macklin and uh, Speedball at length. Those are going to be very, very good. Uh, And then next week, Jimmy, I'm back on the road. I haven't, it's been a while. I did North Carolina, but other than North Carolina and wrestling a match, I have not traveled since August. Has it been that long? Seriously? It's all in, yeah. Doesn't feel it. It doesn't feel it. well. I I love the Rumble. The Rumble might be my favorite show of the year. Might even Dang. I might even like it more than more than Mania. I like yeah. it so much that the day of the Royal Rumble, I am flying out after a junket back home and uh, landing in Cincinnati, driving as fast as I can home to get back at my desk by eight p.m. That way I can uh, do the post show. I'll have precautions in order, but the way that I told my wife is if I get one flight delay. I am leaving the airport and driving straight to the venue and just going and taking in the show. And I'll, I'll do that type of stuff, but we'll have a backup in order, obviously, but 
yeah, man, it's I, I'm excited for it. I'll be there doing media. I leave Wednesday, come back Saturday, and then I want to watch the Royal Rumble uh, at home, do the post show, hang out with our audience, all that good stuff. Because I haven't done that in a couple of years now. It's it's been a while. Did you hear that Gargano and uh, Champa had a hell of a travel day? I saw Did you that. that? I saw that. And, you know what? and then they both won. They all won on uh, on Raw. That that's what Cleveland Browns fans deserve, though. They deserve that type of of karma and, and treatment. And and I, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that they were inconvenienced. And I don't mean that at all because they're all very nice people. But leave a thumbs up on this video, guys. I'm so excited to roll out some of these videos. Jimmy has seen some of the the things that we're working on a little bit. Like I was, it's so funny because Maven's YouTube has taken off really, really well. I had done videos like that years ago, but I didn't have the time to edit them myself. And then a, a funny story, Jimmy and I had the opportunity to do business with Chael Sutton years ago. And looking back, you remember that? Yeah. Looking back, we probably should have. We probably should have. No. <laughs> I, I think it would have worked. I he think wanted a lot. Well. He wanted a lot. Relatively speaking, compared to what I know we spent on other stuff, I don't think it was that much. But I, I see those style of videos, and I want to start doing those style of videos. And I know that uh, they won't necessarily uh, bring in the dollars as super chats and stuff. But I see a lot of long-form content. I want to be able to, to do some of that as well. So uh, we're going to be integrating some of our other personalities into stuff like that as well uh, and really expanding the horizons of Fightful. So in addition to all the news and the podcasts and the news shows as well, we're going to be doing a lot of cool more uh, more cool stuff here at YouTube.com slash Fightful. Rob has been doing a great job. One of our three Robs on Fightful of doing the video editing. Yeah, payday is a real treat for me. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, there, there have been times where I'm almost like, okay, I like Rob Wilkins, Wilkins, but shit, that's the wrong amount. Yes. Sometimes. Yes. Uh, he's, uh, they're, they're all wonderful, but I'm just so excited, man. Royal Rumble season. Yeah, I got to admit, I'm not that excited about traveling because I like being here. I like being home, but then I get there. I get to these places and I meet so many people that support us and watch our stuff. Like even the first time we did, I think me and you were were both very surprised in Vegas, 2019, how many fightful viewers that we met. Like as soon as we walked in, fuck everybody knew you. Everybody it, knew you, and that oh, was that was 2017, 2019, 2019, was it 2019. Really? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember in 2017 where we sat down at a Toronto restaurant and the person immediately recognized my accent down to a 45 minute drive yes i remember yeah that is that is unreal to the point to where jimmy thought that i set it up <laughs> he, he practically he, said sean's hometown like he practically nailed it i yeah. mean it, it is my hometown now yeah like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the place that he named he said lexington he said are you from kentucky uh, about lexington and i said <laughs> i was like uh, how do you know that first off he goes i'd recognize that accent anywhere uh-huh now, I had worked very, very hard to make my accent less. If you watch videos from 2017, you can see me enunciate a little bit better because I had, I had like worked really hard to try to drop the accent because I was under the impression that I didn't, I shouldn't have one to succeed. Now I don't give a shit. Too late, guys. You're stuck with it. But that guy nailed it. And he was like, oh, yeah, I spent time in Richmond, which is, you know, 20, 30 minutes from, from here. Insane. Tell me about the Fightful Award winners because they've been determined. They have been determined. I'm not going to tell you who they are, though. No, but like, what's the plan? What's the plan with the whole thing? 
So we were going to do the show February 5th. However, uh, WWE announced NXT Vengeance Day. We will now be doing this award show Wednesday, January 31st. So it'll be a busy day for me. I'll be doing, uh, likely be doing the award show, AEW and the hump. There's a chance that uh, I have somebody fill in for the AEW show that night, but at 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, it'll go a couple hours. We've got a lot of great sponsors. If you want to sponsor the Fightful Awards, uh, it's only $100. You get an ad read. You get a uh, reply on when we announce the awards on Twitter. You're going to get your your company and read and handle replied there. or Yeah, replied there. And it'll be in the descriptions across all of our platforms. So hit me, Kate, or the Fightful Select uh, Patreon up for information on that. But yeah, we have condensed a lot of awards. For example... Last year, we had like best vlog, best video game, best, et cetera. That's now like best talent media. Instead of women's, men's, under 21, and indie tag team of the year, it's now indie act of the year. We wanted something all-encompassing last year, but then we wanted to narrow it down a little bit this year. We still have a bunch of great awards. We've already got several uh, acceptance speeches that for the people that have been notified of such. And my favorite thing about these awards, Jimmy, is it is not a straight ticket. It is almost right down the middle, AEW, WWE. And then New Japan won several big big awards. Really? Uh, New Japan won awards, NXT, ROH. Like, there are a lot of really, really cool winners here. Some surprising winners, but I, I was very proud of these last year because uh, I've mentioned this on the air before. The only reassurance I really needed was uh, the picture that I'm about to to pull up here. This was enough for me to be like, it was worth it. The whole Mm -hmm. thing was worth it because that that picture, for those of you who don't know, uh, was taken the week of Mark Briscoe doing the tribute match to to Jay Briscoe. Literally hours before that, he was there. He did that, and um, he sent word back to me that, Jay's award would be sent to his widow and uh, put up for them, which that that justified it for me. I was like, okay, I'm glad we did this because what I wanted to do was to show the talent that we cover. You know, sometimes we got to cover bad stuff. Sometimes we cover good stuff, but we appreciate the work that they put in and our audience appreciates the work that we they put into. That's why I'm very adamant that we use very expensive awards in which Jimmy can attest to. Uh <laughs> I think I chose it, didn't I? I think you did cho- choose it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And of course, Will pushed for the award show to happen, and then he hit the bricks. It's all then right. he hit the bricks. That's all right. Who, whoever's going to do it this year, maybe they're going to be doing this while they do it. I guess it's we'll Denise, stay. so there's a chance she gets signed by somebody. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, I haven't seen the, the winner list, but I can assume that one of them is probably old Cardona. And so that, that leads me to, uh, to this next thing. I've never seen Blackbird and I didn't know who Paul Walter Hauser was, except I knew he was the guy on Cobra oh, Kai that was singing Jericho's music. Great. He's yeah. so good. Have you seen Blackbird? Oh yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff he's done. Okay. Uh, I have the, the, the I Richard haven't. Jewell movie. Like he's fantastic, man. Well, how cool was it to see him drop the name Matt Cardona in an Emmy Award acceptance speech? And I'm not an award show guy, and so yeah. I didn't see it live. I saw the clip later on on Twitter. 
How cool is that? I can't think of the last Very time cool. that a wrestler, with the possible exception of The Rock, would get mentioned by somebody in like a mainstream award show. And I bet you yeah. Cardona lost his shit. He's quickly becoming he's quickly becoming like a very sought out actor too. Like, I mean, I've seen him in a ton of stuff like Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Cobra Kai, Super Troopers 2, Jewel. He was in uh, Black Klansman. He did he was in Cruella. Like he's been in Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing, too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. So many like big movies. He's okay, a phenomenal okay. actor. If you have, have you seen Blackbird? No, I have not. I have not. You got to watch Blackbird. Is it good? That movie or that show is so good. Leota was in uh, that, yeah. Oh, he, what is it now? Leo Ray Leota was in that, wasn't he? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, he was. It was, it was okay. so good. It was so good. Uh, friend of the show too, Paul Walter Hauser. He put over my drop toe hold, Jimmy. Did he on, on Instagram? Yeah. Is he trained? I think he's done. Some, I think he did some training because he did a match recently as he well. He did. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to mention for people that might be wondering why the hell did he mention Matt Cardona at the Emmys is because he's actually scheduled to wrestle Matt Cardona, uh, March 16 for wrestling revolver. The show is called ready or not. It's going to be in Clive, Iowa, and it's going to air on fight TV. And so that was going to be my question for you. Like, has this guy done any training? Cause I know Cardona Cardona is a pro. He can, he can get in there with anybody, but I was curious if, uh, if he's trained at all. So that's interesting. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll reach out to him. I'm sure it's a busy week right now. Um, I'm sure it I, is. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to interview him ahead of that. I wonder if I can set that up. I'm sure you can. I'm sure that you can. That would be interesting. He mentioned Kota Bushi. I know he did. It's pretty cool. Unbelievable. Right? Yeah, he's so. a, he's really a phenomenal actor. Another Emmys thing, uh, my all time favorite, Christina Applegate on on stage. Yeah, that made me really really happy. Like, yes, I think that she is one of the more underrated comedic actors actresses ever. Like her, she's still got great great comedic timing. Yes, she does because when she was up there, she said, "You guys are shaming my disability by giving me a standing ovation." Yep. yeah, and I, I loved that. Um, she's, she's she's wonderful. She's handling that with grace. Yeah. And uh, she still looks good, too. She still looks She's wonderful. Good. Dead and to Me is another must-watch series. If anybody's not watched it, Dead to Me is incredible. That I saw. I didn't care for the finale, though. Didn't you find the finale a little disappointing? No, not really. No. I'll tell you what. That first season was, I thought, a masterpiece in writing. Uh, without spoiling anything, they develop the personality of a character and make you like, dislike, hate, or whatever emotion you're going to feel without ever seeing them you don't see the character mm-hmm. and they make you feel a ton of emotions and that is a masterpiece of writing uh very very uh, like just adore that show let's get to some of these super chats we got plenty 
if Rollins is mega hurt, how do mania plans change? And then we got, uh, we got Amir saying any update on Rollins injury. I think that's about it for the Rollins thing. So, uh, Rollins tweaked his knee at least the other day on raw. And there's a lot of questions about his knee. And I'll say the same thing that I said, uh, when Logan Paul was acting like he tore his ACL, MCL, LCL, PCL meniscus on the way back from crown jewel. Well, you don't know that that night. I mean, mm. a guy like Seth Rollins can certainly have an educated opinion on it because he's done all that before he's experienced mm. it all. Uh, but we're going to find out more probably today. I think it was when they were going to find out more, uh, you know, at, at the risk of, you know, I can tell you that at least initially that night, they were hopeful it wasn't an ACL. Sure. That was that's what they were initially like optimistic about. However, that th there's a real possibility that guy is just so tough that you know he didn't he didn't realize it. I I mean I've got a friend she tore her ACL four times, uh, tore her meniscus. She played through some games not realizing that she had really? uh, an ACL injury as bad as she did. Yeah. So I heard that he was putting weight on it uh, later on in the night. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a boo that said he's fine. Like, I, I think a boo said Seth is fine. But the, uh, the information is not out yet. Okay. okay. I mean, I really hope because, I mean, he's, the, he's the, the top guy on Raw. He's got the title. And I'm sure the plan is Rollins uh, Punk at Mania. So I really hope he's going to be all right because that's a marquee matchup. And uh, yeah, would really suck if he can't go. So, okay. But yeah, that, that information is not available as of yet. I was okay. I was pretty pretty directly told it'd be available Wednesday. Okay. Uh, or or they would know more Wednesday. Any news on where Hammerstone will land? Well, he made a great impression at TNA this past week. Um, and if I'm TNA, it's one of those things where okay, you want to do business with him, you want footage of him in your in your library, but also that's a free commercial for that guy. To be like, hey, everybody, look what I can do. And he did it. He had an incredible appearance. Um, I think TNA is a good place for him, though. Did you see his brother? Hammerstone? Yep. What do you so mean? There's a, there's a clip that you can see on Twitter when Hammerstone uh, was was hitting one of his big moves, when his, one of his signature moves. Yeah. His brother was in the stands and stood up and was emulating it because he was so excited. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was that. really cool. It was a cool moment. I love that. Hammerstone's a great guy, too. An anchor of MLW for a long time. Thecla re received offers from AEW or WWE yet. Not that I know of, but that doesn't mean that she hasn't, because I just haven't been, been told of that. Josh says, hey, now you didn't even make it to the playoffs. The Bengals made it to a winning season with a backup quarterback. I'm I'm completely fine with that. I know the Browns did as well, but I'm happy with how the Bengals did. Is AEW and AAA's partnership over? Love Fightful, and uh, I believe somebody also asked if if it would affect things. Well, I mean, I, I think that Impact and AAA already had their relationship in order. It was just under the Impact name. It was a very confusing announcement, but one that they made nonetheless. But, you know, having Vikingo out there, obviously good for, for TNA Impact, and we're back to the point to where a lot of companies are wanting to work with TNA. And that's, that's very, very good because for a long time, nobody really wanted anything to do with them, Jimmy. I mean, if you're triple a, why wouldn't you want that us exposure? 
I understand AEW is a lot bigger and they've got TNT yeah. and all that. But if you why why not? Why not get that exposure uh, if you're AAA? Like why pick one over the other? Especially when you know that AEW and Impact or AEW and TNA, there's a cordial relationship there too. So sure, I, why not do? But doesn't mean that one is severed because they're working with the other. Stayed home due to a snowstorm. I get to watch the hump live. Thanks for the great content. Well, thanks for being here. I want to say uh, good luck to everybody in the Buffalo, New York area. They're getting just slaughtered right now. Yeah. So it's frigid here, man. Like it is so freaking cold. Kurto says, hello, greetings from Sweden. I get the feeling that edge will compete against Ali on one of the collision shows. Ali wins, gets the TNT title later with a kill switch face turn. Also think that cage versus Dustin may surprise uh, many how good it is. Oh, I think that Christian cage and Dustin Rhodes is going to be fantastic. I'm sure. Um, I think that what Mustafa Ali and Dolph Ziggler are doing is very good because a lot of people expected them, bam, AEW. I think what they're doing is very good. It's very healthy. Um, fight. I mean, Mustafa Ali reposted a Fightful Select report that actually emerged from, from Kate, uh, uh, who does this the SmackDown and NXT post shows, that indie promoters, and I followed up with several of them, and they they agreed Mustafa Ali is said to be one of the biggest indie ticket movers since Cody Rhodes. Good for him. Good for him. I mean, him. all his shows are selling out, Jimmy. Like, so he's got the rights to the name, obviously, right? Yeah, he he had that. He used that before. Okay, okay, good for him. So, do you? It sounds to me like they're following the Cardona uh, blueprint, or it wasn't just Cardona. Drew McIntyre did it. Cody, Cody did it. Yeah, Cody yeah, did it. Lots of people did it. As as Glassdoor Gamer says, uh, updates on him doing that i mean this guy first off how many people do you see online at any given time they're not needle movers they don't put butts in the seats people who don't know a goddamn thing about that don't know what any of that is people said that about cody when he was in aew jimmy people had the balls to say that about him because of his booking the these guys are, are proving that people will be interested in them and um they they carry that importance with them and i think you wait until the right time to go to a place like AEW where they can't deny you. They can't stick you in the lower card. They can't do any of that. Create your buzz. And these are two very, very smart guys. And like Dolph Ziggler, I, it's hard for me to believe he needs the money. This guy's been, he's got a passion for it. He's been on the main roster for like 20 years at this point. Mm -hmm. Since Kerwin White, Jimmy. <laughs> Kerwin White. Wow. That's going back. That's, he was the caddy for Kerwin White. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I always listen to what Cardona has to say when it comes to business. Because he's right there in the trenches. And he always talks about, you know, he brings like two extra suitcases of merch. Yeah. And he comes home with all of it gone. You know what I mean? And, and says that he's made more as an independent wrestler the last two years than he did WWE. So obviously there's a lot of money to be made and uh, it sounds like that. I saw Ziggler or Nick Nemeth. I saw him say uh, he's going to be hitting the road with the independence and he's looking forward to it. So obviously that's what he's doing. I didn't know what all Lee's plan was. Honestly, I didn't know if his plan was to try to get to AEW or if he wants to do a full-time independence or what, but uh, Nick Nemeth, he's made it clear. That's what he wants to do. I just got an acceptance speech. Oh, did you? One I'm very happy about. One okay. I'm very, very happy about. Uh, you show me later. Yeah, from the AEW side. How do you think Deanna Perrazzo is doing so far in AEW? Well, I mean, her first off, her 
signing got us some, some subscriptions. Cool. Happy about that. FightfulSelect.com, $5 a month, best $54 of, uh, of the year or uh, that you can spend a year. Her appearance got buzz. Her first match, she did had a great match. Unfortunately, that body shaming shit happened on Instagram. Stupid, but, I saw that. But the overwhelming positivity surrounding that, I think, has, has been good. And I, I can tell you guys, I've known Deanna for like six, probably seven, eight years now, I think I've known. My gosh, she was on TV in her eighth match ever. She, like... It's so funny. I saw somebody say, oh, she won't have the chance to be a TNA knockout. Bro, she already was. Like in her eighth match ever, she wrestled for TNA. She has worked for NXT, WWE, ROH, Triple H, or Triple A. Uh, <laughs> she worked for Triple H too. Stardom. <laughs> she wrestled for a New Japan title. There is a reason why everybody that can possibly do business with Deanna Perrazzo does do business with her. Like NWA as well. Like she has appeared everywhere. I think that she is going to be a slam dunk signing. And also probably doesn't hurt uh, that she's got a guy like Steve Macklin in her corner as well. Those are two really brilliant wrestling minds. Like I could talk to Steve Macklin about wrestling and the psychology of it for a long time. He is underrated as far as like wrestling brains go. He's, he's a brilliant dude. It sounds like they're throwing her in the deep end already because she's going to be yeah. working a match on Dynamite and Tony's doing commentary. Yeah. So it sounds like they're already doing that. And I, I got to say, when she made her debut, I love the emotion on her face. She had a yes. hard time for a second, and I think her dad was there. And uh, so that was that was all great. Uh, you know, wish her nothing but the best. Well, the emotion on your face is going to be great when you see all the money you can save with NordVPN. I've often talked about uh, how much of a pay-per-view buyer I am. Take that any way you want it, but I'll tell you how I take it. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Fastest VPN on the planet, global server network, all that good stuff. That's great. But a big, big reason why I got NordVPN.com slash Fightful is all the pay-per-views I buy, all the money we're spending. We're trying to control costs as a company, as a household. You can get those UFC pay-per-views at a fraction of the price you're paying here in America. Plus, you can get all kinds of great content that you wouldn't normally see thanks to those services as well. Shows that are on overseas services, things that you want to watch a little bit early so you get on that UK time and watch them. Being able to change the interfaces of things like the WWE Network, maybe you don't like Peacock, anything like that. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that ability while having the fastest VPN on the planet. Also, you just get so much more out of your internet experience with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Subscribe to, to Fight and AEW Plus. Watch AEW without commercials. Uh, watch Bare Knuckle Boxing. Watch UFC pay-per-views, boxing pay-per-views at the rates they're getting over in the UK. Change your virtual location with just one click. And hey, if you need any help using it, they got that 24-7 tech support. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Jay Miller says update on Gunther's visa so he can work overseas uh, that they're actively working on it. I mean, Chelsea green just revealed that she just got her green card. Woman woman is married is just from Canada has worked in America for a decade. Just got her green card. Yeah, just yeah. did uh, Two marks pod says just got in Roman should keep the title to mania 41 long-term. It'll be bigger for Cody news on Austin got cold. That was awesome. 
Uh, that was so the cold the, plunge the, was the amazing. cold plunge was was amazing. amazing. It was Loved amazing. It. Yeah. Let's talk about the Roman thing because yep. I could not disagree with what is right here anymore. Um, yeah. So let's I go ahead and hear what you want. Here. Okay. Yeah. So this is Roman Reigns' title reign as world champion, and there are some people online who want him to beat Hulk Hogan's record. I think a lot. Okay. Of well, I want to. I want to just say that there ain't no record. No, there's no record. There's, Hogan doesn't hold a record. Bruno holds the record. Why are we no. saying Hogan's record? Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. What the, what what they mean it, is number two on the list. Of what? Of the longest reigning uh, title reigns. Okay, that ain't him. Bob Backlund is number two. I'm pretty sure, right? I'm not sure to be honest. And anyway, it ain't that title. I know that. I know that. What are we doing here? This is what drives me nuts. People say, people said that for a long time. Oh, well, they 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 were trying to beat CM Punk's record. Do you remember that one? What record? What, but here's, what record? Here's they invented are, this. Yeah, but, well, this is the thing. This is where people are getting this from. They're getting it from WWE television because Michael Cole does it all the time. They Michael don't say Cole Hogan's record. Yes, they, say, they do. They don't say Hogan's record. They they list the amount of days that he had the title and then they sure. compare it to Roman. They compare it to Roman. Sure, but I mean, like we're we're looking at this right now. The record. Okay, yeah. Uh Hogan did pass Backlund. Okay. What so so what? You're gonna just go ahead and do four thousand? What is what is being number two do? Like, I don't give a if I he mean, does, whatever. If he doesn't, whatever. Yeah, because but, you know what? Cole's been ain't mentioning a- this for months. Like every time, oh, he just surpassed Backlund. He just surpassed. Sure. He's been doing it for months. And so Hogan, I think the reason that this is getting attention is because Hogan is the biggest star probably in the history of wrestling. And so that's why I think it's getting this attention. And I know some people, uh, they don't want to see that happen because of Hogan's the controversy surrounding Hogan and the racist remarks. But for mm-hmm. me, I don't want to see it happen from a business perspective because in order for him to surpass Hogan, he's got to hold the title till the end of September. End of September, yeah, gone. Yeah, and he shouldn't have held the title. Uh, shouldn't have held the title beyond that. No, Bob Backlund's reign is recognized as twenty one hundred days. Because I mean, there was some cloudiness there. You know how that they did that goofy bullshit back then. But yeah, it's Bruno twenty eight hundred, Backlund twenty one hundred, Hogan fourteen hundred. Okay. Uh, and Roman is currently has the sixth longest WWE title reign. Of course, with the universal title, it's a lot different, but like, well, who gives a shit about got the third longest t- title reign. And then people will add a qualifier onto it. Well, since they got on cable, well, since they were the WWE, who cares, man, the main thing who I care cares? about is that we have a champion on SmackDown every week. And that the show is good. That the show is good. That's all I care about, man. Like I see this shit and I go, what are you, what are y'all talking about? But see, I think the, I think the reason again, that people, this is a story at all is because WWE, again, they put it on television. And so I think, I think that's got people concerned that it means something to WWE because otherwise, why would they mention it at all? You know, I guess maybe, maybe I just, maybe I just mute in my brain when they mention Hulk Hogan and that, and any title reign or anything like that. or No, but I agree with you. I agree with you. Unless you become number one, which is not going to happen. I agree with you that it really shouldn't be a story. 
But for me, the biggest concern I have is I don't want him holding it till the end of September because he's not on the show. Like, that's the main thing for me. I want to see him lose it at Mania. He should have lost it probably at Mania last year. But I want to see him lose it at Mania. Uh, and that's how I look at it. What are, you, what are your thoughts on... Forget about the title reign. He should have lost it at Mania last year. 100% should have lost it at Mania last year. And anybody saying that it'd be better long-term for Cody, that's horseshit. Yes. People said that last year. You're going to say it again this year? Better long-term? What are you talking about? His big feuds... Like in, he feuded with Dominic Mysterio and Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes. What Roman Reigns did not need the world title to feud with the Usos. He did not need the world title with it virtually anything that he's doing, and he ain't around. Yes. The guy's not around. So people will be like, "Oh yeah, but this this imaginary number for this imaginary show, dude ain't there." He is not around. Yeah. What's the point of it to rack up days? Like this isn't. Well, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Because that's, that's, they're that's, doing this. Yeah, they're, they're doing it with Logan Paul too. Logan Paul sure, on but, SmackDown, and they said, "Oh, he's already held the title for three months or whatever." Well, that's stupid. Yeah, but I mean, this is a little bit more ridiculous. Yeah, this is way more ridiculous because it's come on, man. Like, but here, it, here's the question. It, let's say that they, let's say that WWE decided this is something they want to do. How do you keep Roman hot with the title until the end of September? I mean, they, it is. Think about this. WrestleMania, WrestleMania, when he should have dropped the title to Cody Rhodes. Yes. Since then, Jimmy, there have been two world title matches on TV, right? Two. It was stupid when they did it with Brock years ago. It was very dumb. It compromised the integrity and, and the quality of their show. Hasn't happened yet. Yet with WWE. But, ah, man. But they do. SmackDown definitely feels lighter in terms of names than Raw yeah. does. Yeah, it does. And, and, you and know, that's going to change in October. That You better believe that'll change in October. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing about Roman that I wanted to ask you about. Um, I believe it was Meltzer that reported that Roman is not scheduled for Elimination Chamber. Um, have you heard about that? Because if that's true, then obviously Roman Rock's not happening in Australia. Have you heard anything about I, that? I asked WDB. They said card subject to change. Okay. Okay. That was okay. it. Uh, James says, wait, if we need Roman to pass all records, he's got to beat Moolah's title yeah. run. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a bigger BS record. He'd be holding it for Moolah. 30 more years. Yeah. Moolah's title reign when it wasn't even a WWE title and yeah. she owned it. Oh, we got a bunch of super chats. Let's go ahead and, and get to them. By the way, Just, before we get to that, before we get to that, Flair one time said, if you want to be serious with these title reigns, he said, I've had probably something like 40. Yeah. He, he would go to friggin' Alabama, drop it, win it back the next night. You know what I mean? They used yeah. to do that all the time. So, uh, I would love to see somebody do a feature on, on that specifically. Uh, we got Zach Barber saying, w actually, we'll, we'll uh, get to that in a minute. Jeff Stone says, F it, keep him until 2040. Let the internet eat itself. Acknowledge your tribal chief. Ridiculous. Is well, that an Issa Burner account? Well, we got the real one here. <laughs> oh, isn't that oh, something? Is <laughs> here to plug WWC show Euphoria this Saturday live on fight. Listen, she's the only person we would allow to run a commercial for $4.99. Says, Featuring Cardona, Nick Nemeth, Steve Macklin, and more. Plus the back, best backstage correspondent, me. Uh, we adore Issa. She's wonderful. Uh, Demon Diva is in, incredible. Incredible. Excited to see her next week in Tampa. Very excited. 
Uh, but yeah, check that out. She's done incredible work. I mean, I've known her since my wrestling ink days and I've, I've watched her break into media and on screen stuff. It's, it's been really incredible to see. Awesome. Jeff stone says, don't block me, Sean. I'm playing. I wouldn't block you. We appreciate the support. Ryan, Sean, any update on Cody's contract extension? Do you feel like it's a matter of time before his signing is announced? Any Seth update? No Seth update, no real Cody update, but I can tell you, like, listen, I know there were some people that were like, <laughs> you got proven wrong on that one. <laughs> uh, guys, I'll, I'll refer you to the only media interview he did in Detroit. I'll refer you to the person who broke the story of him leaving AEW and joining WWE. Uh, even though some people say that for some reason I reported he wasn't going to WWE. Don't know where that came from. Uh, I'll refer you to the person who was on the red carpet with him in Atlanta. We've got a pretty good connection to the guy and his team. Whenever that deal is is done and, and signed, I feel like they'll they'll make a big deal out of the announcement. I don't think I'll be the first person to know that one. I think I'll have some subsequent details, though. You know what? I was one of the guys that said he wasn't going to leave AEW, and so I'm reluctant to say that he's not going to leave WWE, but he's not going to leave WWE. Van Twinblade says, Jimmy Sean, have you heard, seen Warhorse's new character? The I've been to the top of the mountain and it ain't worth it stuff was great. I have seen some of it, and I think that that's very, very smart of Warhorse, a guy who got over particularly big during the pandemic uh, with a, a gimmick, quite frankly, and not just relying on that gimmick. Because you know what? You could get your bookings, you could sell your merch, you could do your signings, or you could evolve and have multiple things. And I think that that is a very, very smart thing to do. And I'm, based on everything I've heard about Warhorse, I'm not surprised that he was doing that. Because oftentimes, people that figure out those gimmicks know to switch it up. Cheeseburger was one of those guys. He's like, I could get a lot of bookings. He's like, or I could also work on my physique, uh, work to become a respected trainer, become one of the best technical wrestlers on the planet, and have that to lean on as well. It is a very smart thing to do. Did you hear what Alexis King said John Cena told him? The advice he gave him? What was that? Uh, he was talking to CVV, and he said that Cena was at the PC. And what Cena told him was, even if WWE gives you the shittiest character, you know, that, that, that you just think is a shitty character – do your best with it. Try to make it the best version of that character. And he said, if you yeah. can do that, you're going to get over with the company. With all the tag teams, when will the belts be split? I don't know. I'm going to start looking into this. I know there's been a lot of reports over the last year that they would do this. And I just, I just haven't heard that at all yet. I just haven't heard it all at all, at all rather. And do you think they'll split the titles in the near future? Feels like the SmackDown tag teams are treading water. I want them to add trios titles, world trios titles that go across all their brands. They can have tag titles and trios titles because you've got Judgment Day. You've got Lashley and, and company. You've got two versions of the LWO right now. You're about to have Karrion Cross and AOP. Yep. Yep. You've got Chase U down in NXT. Yep. Did you've you mention the Pride yet? Did you mention them too? Sure did. Yeah. And sure you know did. what? Maybe I'm an old school guy. I would love it if they would call them the six six man tag team titles. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think they won't call them trios titles. Yeah. Uh, if you get New Day back, you got them. You've got Imperium as well. You've got, I'm just looking at this. You got Indu Share and Gender. Yeah. Like, that's true too. Yeah. Off the top of my head, you've got Alpha Academy. There are like nine trios right now on the main roster that you could go back and forth with 
pretty deadly. Finding a third would be hilarious. I think that would be very, very funny. Um, I'd only be cool with it if they don't split the tag titles. So if they keep the tag titles as one, yes, unify it. Exactly. Then, yeah, then it's all right. Yeah. Otherwise it's I, yeah. Vince Doc will it plummet the stocks. No, not at this point. Looking forward to it, though. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Now, here's a question for you. So you saw Meltzer's thing, right? So Meltzer's, Meltzer said it's in production with Netflix. He was interviewed for it in Los Angeles. He said they've interviewed, I think his words were all kinds of people for it. And he said they've interviewed Vince as well. What I want to know, Sean, if you can find this out, does Vince McMahon have creative control? Uh, he wouldn't. I don't think he would anymore. If he okay. did, Dave Meltzer would not be getting interviewed for it. Okay, because if he doesn't, this could be one of the greatest docu-series that Netflix has ever done. Yeah. Because Vince has a hell of a oh, story. I think know? it'll be like, if, if he doesn't, I think it'll be last dance level of crazy shit, I think. Right. I'd love uh, to see what, it if they do that. Let's get through these. Van Twinblade says, not sure if you saw the March Glory Pro Show is a two-night tournament for the Road Warrior Cup. Come do some interviews, Sean. I ain't traveling anymore in March. I got Squared Circle Expo and uh, some other stuff. Uh, I saw that Elijah Burke for the Love Alive charity is doing the Shad Gaspard Cup. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, I'm very happy to see that. Um, was there any truth to Tony Khan saying he feared for his life at all in? Any regret on CM Punk's side for how things went down? So I know that it's it's made light of an awful lot, uh, but I, I was told pretty distinctly that the reason why that split happened as cleanly as it did was because uh, it was a pretty pretty obvious situation that would have been open and shut. And yeah, AEW might er, merge the trio's six man titles. I think they I think they're headed that way. I fully predict. I think tonight those titles are switching hands, um, and I think that they're moving towards that. I wish they would. I don't like that they added ROH women's TV title instead of a world women's tag title either. If WWE does trios titles, it should be everyone and show them all on every show. Yes, that's what I'm saying. The tag titles, the women's tag titles, mm -hmm. and the trios titles should be cross-branded. It is your golden ticket, Jimmy. Maybe you want Lashley on Raw. That's how you get him. He's mm -hmm. he's the trios champion, and all of a sudden he can appear on both. I mean, the women's titles, when they first brought them in, that's what they did. Yes. They'd be in NXT. They'd be on Raw. They'd be on SmackDown. And so I agree. I agree. Because there's there's just not that many teams that have one on every brand. Is there a reason why WWE signed OC? They don't use them very much. There have been a lot of creative changes. Just a ton of creative changes, unfortunately. But uh, I don't know what their creative is right now. I mean, they want they're just collecting their checks, though. After Rumble, will Punk be full-time weekly on Raw? He should be. He should be, because as of now, he's he's a he's been around less than half of the Monday since he debuted, Jimmy. So the only thing I don't know what's going through his head. Obviously, I haven't I have no line to him, but the only thing I can think of is when he was in AEW and he made a comment. I don't know if it was in the ring or if it was at a scrum. He said, I can do Wednesdays uh and the occasional Sunday. That's yeah. the comment that he made. So this would not be really any different if he's not doing house shows. I mean, yeah. You know? So yeah. I, I'm with you. I don't know why he can't do every Monday unless that's by design right now. Maybe they yeah. don't want to overexpose him. Nick Nemes is a better name than Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Heard anything about Forbidden Door? Zarian mentioned they're doing something different this year. Mexico with CMLL, New Japan, perhaps. I've heard that they've got the, the location nailed down, but I don't know what that location is yet. 
Do you think they're going to go international? Maybe Japan or Mexico? I think it's possible. I think it's possible, but I, I don't want to say yes or no. Man, we've got a bunch of super chats. This is great. Um, as someone who loves accent, this show is the best. Well, thank you so much. I try not to say house or about too often. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so we got a bunch about Mercedes. If you're AEW, do you make sure to debut Mercedes before the Rumble? Uh, KE775 says your Rumble predictions 10 days out. We can kind of tie this in. Do you think AEW or Mercedes is still AEW bound? Do you expect to beat her to be there soon? And do you think she is still AEW bound? Yes. Yes, and I don't think that she'll debut before the Rumble. Uh, and, you know, this is just me. I think that if I were AEW, what I would do, and this is what I would do, I would let people be disappointed at the Royal Rumble. And then on Wednesday, I would say, by the way, here's a show in which Mercedes will very, very clearly be at. You know what I mean? Like, name it, name it a special thing. And I, I saw, you know, those those weirdo accounts that hate watched, hate watched six full hours of Fightful podcast to clip out just the things. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They watched more Fightful in one day than I did. Really? In a year. Yes. And they would take any time people would ask these questions and any like pitches that I would have. But that's one of my pitches. I would announce a big Boston show or or like a, a themed show where you very clearly know after that. And then it's like WWE didn't get her, but AEW did. That's what I would do personally. You know what? At first I was thinking bring her on Dynamite before the Rumble, but I like your idea better. Hold her yeah. off so that fans are watching the Rumble. It reminds me of Daniel Bryan in uh, Philly. Yeah. You know, hold, hold her off so that people are waiting for her. And then when she's not there, oh, I like it. I like it. I, I think mean, I would, yeah, I would even announce the damn, you can announce the damn show during the rumble. Right. And are you ready for my state's weird weather? Uh, my friend, it is 10 here. It is going to be 70 next week. I am very excited for the, the weird weather. As far as rumble predictions, I've got Becky and Cody right now. Becky. For me, for me, it'd be easier on the men's side if I knew the plan for Elimination Chamber, uh, yeah. because I believe Punk's been announced for Australia too. So if if I knew the plan for Elimination Chamber, it'd be easier. But I I will go with Becky, uh, and the other side. It's tough because I don't know the plan with Rock yeah. or anything like that. So, but then I I don't see Cody or I don't see uh I don't see them giving Punk the Rumble win when he just come back. So I guess I'll have to go Cody and Becky as well. Chad says TD Garden's available multiple Wednesdays in March. Yeah, and they don't have their show after Revolution set. They don't have the one after that advertised. There, there are some March dates that are wide open right there. If they don't do uh, Boston show to debut Mercedes, do you think they might hold it off till Revolution? Could her injury still be playing a part? I ask, what's the benefit from a ticket sale standpoint of doing it at Revolution? To me... You pop a ticket, uh, ticket buying number for her appearance and then her in ring debut. I think you get two houses out of that. That's what I would do, Jimmy. I look at it two ways. So obviously they've already sold Revolution because of Sting. They're, but they're they're also <clears throat> going to have a good audience because of Sting. So yeah. maybe you debut her there because you're going to have eyeballs on it already. Perhaps, but, but I definitely agree that her first match has got to be, uh, you know, a, no surprise, some big advertised thing, ideally in Boston. But if they have her just appear at Revolution because you're going to have eyeballs on it, it's not a bad thing. 
Well, if you want some eyeballs on your big hard wiener, here's Blue Chew. Hello. Do you have a limp penis? A difficulty getting it erect? Boy, do I have a product for you. BlueChew.com and the code Fightful will help fix that. Blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. But they work a lot faster because it's a chewable. It's also much more affordable. Use that promo code Fightful. Get your first shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. One of the best parts, it's discreet. No awkward in-person doctor's visits. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. It's shipped straight to your door when approved by an online physician. You want to check this out. It will help you. It is a good product. It will make your sex life better. BlueChew.com, the code Fightful. I got to tell you that first, the first five, 10 seconds of that, with that guitar playing by itself over you, that you popped me on that one, Sean. Well, let that me tell you, Rob Bull, we're popping, we're popping a lot of people with bluechew.com <laughs> and the code fightful. We've still got a bunch of super chats that we have to get to. Does the Imperium new day feud give you hope for big E? And then we had somebody say, Hey guys, hope you're doing good. Uh, was there any update on Big E? I know it's unlikely. I'd love it if he returned to the Rumble to a huge pop. That is my dream. Now, I want to make this clear. Outside of what we have seen on screen, there has been nothing to indicate to me that it would happen. In fact, I have only seen things to indicate to me that it wouldn't happen. Big E is going on two years. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Two years. Uh, I miss that guy so much. He's truly one of the nicest, most wonderful, talented guys in wrestling. There were people close to him that referred to him as retired. I don't know if he used that, but they used that. And uh, that's not something that should be aggregated, guys, by the way. So if you're one of those accounts, Mm -hmm. don't be a fucking weirdo. But um, it's one of those things that made me go, oh, man, really? And I, I hope so. Because... To me, if you don't get Brock and Gunther, Big E and Gunther is a very, very nice uh, option as well. Imperium versus New Day would be very, very good as well. I would be all for those. But I do think Gunther needs to defend that title at Mania. I'll never forget your big O Wankson question. Oh, it was great. I think that's I his think reaction. That's what, his reaction. I think that endeared me to him. I think that's why we have a good relationship to this day. Because he knew. He knew that was good. He knew that was good shit right there. <laughs> he knew it was. And if I could pop a guy like him on the spot, I know it's good. Meet Norma says, hope you're having a happy meaty hump day. Care more about title defenses than the length of the reign. I don't expect 52 a year, but get to work, pal. Completely agree. Yeah, I, do I 100% agree. Now, uh, Rock Hard Joel Wood says, was thinking of the Vince thing lately, and even though I'm un- I'm comfortable, I think if Mania and Raw goes after Vinceless, it'll officially be the end of the Vince era. That I completely agree with. Uh, I know there was at least one match that he changed the result of last year at WrestleMania, and then he mm-hmm. made a complete mess out of Raw after Mania, Jimmy. I think it's safe to say it's the end of the Vince era. I think it's safe to say. I mean, you got to remember. It's ever safe to say. Well, okay, but you got, so he is still the chairman, um, but... Not only does he not have, uh, you know, the voting rights anymore, he sold a shit ton of his stock. So that yeah. means that he's not even as powerful of a shareholder as he was. 
So I think it's pretty safe to say, uh, I think he's a figurehead. And I think Ari Emanuel's whole plan from day one was for him to only to be a figurehead and nothing more. And so that's where they're at. Squeaky Toy of Terror sends a Humper Chat over at HumperChats.com. Says, Sean and Jimmy, what are your favorite Royal Rumbles? Mine was 97 when Austin was eliminated by Hart, re-entered and eliminated Brett. The look on Austin's face when Brett came out was priceless. One of my favorite matches of all time from San Antonio. Jimmy, what's your favorite? 92. That's that's a good one. So ninety two was when Flair went all the way. Mm-hmm. I think technically he was number three, but three. he went all he went all the way. But the the star power because you got to remember the territories had only just kind of ended a few years before at that time. So they had like the Bulldog and Kerry Von Eric and you know Hogan and Flair and all these big names from all the different territories. And uh, so the star power was incredible. And Flair going uh, running the gauntlet. <clears throat> Listen to some really of these good. names. British Bulldog, DiBiase, Ric Flair, the Nasty Boys, Haku, Shawn Michaels, Tito Santana, uh, the Barbarian, uh, Texas Tornado, Repo Man, Barry Darso, he will be in the Hall of Fame at some point, is in there. Greg Valentine, I'm just through 12 of them. It's insane. Big names, yeah. Like, the, it is unreal to look at, like, even guys that were in there and you look at and you go, ah, like Skinner. Skinner is so influential over wrestling that you see right now. Yeah, Florida. Steve for sure. Kern. Yeah. He is he's in there. Even Virgil. Virgil's in there. The goat, Jimmy. Was Savage in there? Macho Man? He must have yes, been, he right? Was. He and was. uh Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh yeah. Uh 07 is my favorite because Shawn Michaels Undertaker basically had a mini match at the yes. end. Yes, yes. Oh, so incredible. You think we'll see more NXT entrance in the men's rumble or legends new signing? I think we'll see some NXT integration. Triple H is is fine with that. So yeah, I I think that we're gonna see some more integration of that again. Why are WWE fans trying to start beef with AEW TNA just to put AEW down? That's because I, I see your chat. It's just there are some people that are perpetually unhappy. And if bitching about wrestling is the, the worst thing you got to do, you, your life is doing pretty, pretty good. Uh, or, or you need to have some more interesting shit happen to you. That's right there with the Deanna stuff. <laughs> when, I, when I saw the Deanna stuff, it's the same thing. These are miserable fucking human beings, Sean. That's what it is. Any word on double or nothing 2024 location or date? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be in Vegas. I wouldn't be surprised to see them go back to the MGM this year. Wouldn't be I surprised. Think, I think they should get away from Vegas. I understand double or nothing. I do too. I yeah. I do too. Was it Mania 39 result? Vince changed uh, uh, Reigns and Cody. No, it wasn't. It was not. New Lack City says, what's the reaction to some of the AEW new administrative hires? Uh, what was the yeah, feeling during the whole gender hook stuff? So we're going to talk about a lot of these hires now. It says, mm-hmm. the gender match stunk outside of maybe one near fall got me. He needs to get his reps back. Not fair to gender. It wasn't fair to gender. Um, none of it was. And they put him in in a, a position that he, you know, I'm sure was appreciative of. But get the guy some wins. The AEW administrative hires, the COO, a welcome hire. Over on the WWE side. Zach Barber says, does WWE have to fire the new head of production since he's been publicly exposed as a fraudster? I don't know anything uh, about that. Yes. So uh, that's what Zach Barber said as an Emmy scamming fraudster because he was heading up a lot of stuff at 
uh, ESPN, and now he is on the banned list for Emmys. He cannot win an Emmy really because they used fake names to get some top names at ESPN some some Emmys. Yeah, you mean fake names as opponents, like as as other Just nominees? Fake names in general. You, I'd have to send you. Okay, I have to send That's you the, the, the article. Okay. Oh yeah, Lee Fitting is his name. Okay. Yeah, I know. He I know the name. From he meant, uh, or he meant, moved away from ESPN. I think he was there for 25 years and got brought on by WWE. They yeah. they announced him on January 9th, and then shortly after, it was revealed uh, he can't win Emmys now. Wow, I never heard about that. So, is it true that he is one of several that they're thinking to replace Dunn because they think Dunn did so much that it takes more than one guy to replace? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's heading it up, but yes, largely. Uh, there's no one person that will probably ever be able to do what Kevin Dunn did. So is he controlling the truck right now? Lee? I don't know if he is right now. I'll okay. find out if he is though. Okay. I'll find okay. out if he is. Any update on missing stars? Dexter, he's fine. Odyssey, he's been doing some live event matches. Omos, they had some they, they have him do live event matches here and there. Nikki, uh, she's at the shows. She travels to the shows. I don't know why they don't use her. Sometimes she'll just be in the background. She'll just be standing. But Omos is a wasted opportunity. I guess he, he's not that great. No, you know? but I, I think that given his size and his background, if he was a baby face, like the, kind of like this generation's Andre the Giant, sort of, mm -hmm. I think there's stuff you can do with him. I think he'd be great with the media if they sent okay. this guy out to do media because of his size and because. Oh, he's great with media. Yeah. He's, I love doing media with Omos. One, it's a wonderful visual. Right. Like, I'm not a small guy. And then you put me next to Omos, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. But you get somebody like Denise next to Omos. Oh, boy, do you really sell it. The only one really that great. I've seen was, who's that guy on Bravo, Andy Andy Cohen? How the hell should I know? Well, he's pretty well known. But anyway, he has a talk show, and Omos was on his show. Okay. Uh, and he's just he gets attention because of his size, but he's a likable, personable friendly guy i think that he could be this generation's andre the giant they don't they're not the only utilizing thing i know right. about andy cohen is he got scammed out of a lot of money i heard about that thought he'd be smarter than that yeah can you see nxt call-ups before mania or just post mania that battle royal last night had 10 women that needed a call up i was happy to see maddie rinkowski debut as well that's a that's a person that i was touting a couple years ago and i was like man nxt especially 2.0 really could have used her um, I don't know why Nikita and Tiffany missed NXT. I know that they put several skits in the can for Tiffany. So they're, they're doing that right now, but I do think like it's possible that we see an NXT call up before WrestleMania, but um, I haven't heard of any imminently. I haven't heard of any on the horizon. And again, just cause I don't hear about it doesn't mean it's not happening, but I think it's possible. I think we're going to see them peppered throughout the year. I mean, Carmelo came up. Tyler just came up. Yeah. So they can do it. What uh, what's the story with Cora? Sad sad situation. Tore ACL very very that's that's very unfortunate. I mean, just came no back way a month you, ago. Yeah, you can't predict it. You can't can't prepare for it. Nothing you can do about it. It's very very unfortunate. Too bad. Guys, uh we are going to head over to the list goes on in a few minutes. We're going to be talking about Andrade and some of the wild stuff that happened surrounding his AEW departure, but we still have a few Super chats to get to. You think Sammy and Mercedes have a talk backstage? Yeah, of course they will. I mean, Sammy contacted her to apologize for those comments. Uh, so 
this like it's they're not like not acquainted your opinion percentage vince ever gets creative back i'm gonna say 10 percent because anything's possible five there you go alex says just for back from seeing my lions win it was nine degrees at the high so happy to be back in cali we're at 60 enjoy that florida weather Alex, if you were in Detroit, you were inside a dome. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, Alex. Did you see it's what they did in the Bills outside. game, Sean? Yeah, I did. They said basically pick a seat. You just have to shovel your way in, but pick a seat. Jesus Christ. That's that is uh it's ridiculous. Will says, What do you think about how the NXT fans love Obafemi? Uh, that guy's a star. He is very clearly a star. Interesting note. Everybody thought he was 22. His mom noted on his Instagram, he's actually 25. (laughs) Which, hey, better to know it now than like years later when Ahmed Johnson was like, yeah, everybody thought I was 25 when I was in the WWF, but I was like 30 when that happened. Uh, Remember the Boogeyman? Boogeyman had something like that. Yeah, but he lied straight up on Tough Enough and they found found it out. Yes, yes. And it worked out for him. Uh, can the C2 be the equivalent of the Rumble for next year and have a title shot at Revolution? Man, I think that doing a title shot for two and a half, three months later is something that you really, you got to commit to, obviously. I didn't, I liked it when the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania did it. I didn't like it as much when it was World War Three, all the way to Super Brawl mm. or something like that. Uh, but I think you can, you could probably make it work. Biggest thing with the C2 and, and the reason people like the Rumble is the Rumble, you have the, the winner immediately as opposed to waiting weeks. Yeah. So that, that kind of makes a difference. But at the same time, if I'm being honest, I hated that the C2 resulted in another belt that they're yeah. now apparently defending. I'd rather a world title shot, but uh, it's hard to match the Rumble in terms of getting that instant gratification. Uh, we got Peter saying, just saw Will Osprey in a relatively recent GCW match on YouTube. Uh, why is Osprey still taking these gigs? The ring was the size of a phone booth with peeps hanging on the apron. My friend, if you think that he accepted bookings like in, in that amount of time, like if you think that after the AEW deal, he was like, you know what? I'm going to start taking gcw bookings no it wasn't relatively recent it was a year it was like a year and a half ago it was in providence rhode island and i mean it's because he he had to make money it was his living to take bookings like that they pay him a lot of money but i mean since the aew deal he isn't actively being like hey let me come work these really small shows you can't book it you got to book this guy out like way 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 ahead ahead of time and what you have to remember is that when a promoter reaches out to them, they say they name their price. So it's not like he's doing it for a hot dog. You know what I yeah. mean? So if the promoter's yeah, if if going to pay him his price, well, then there you go. He yeah, doesn't give a shit uh, how many people are there. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Andrew says Monday night was a great first step in the mania feud between Cody and Drew while Rock and Roman main event. They can open the show, I guess. No, that is not. It's a rubble. I, I love Drew. Drew's great. Yeah. But no, it's a rumble tease. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a rumble story. Yes. Uh, Evan says Cody wrestles Roman at Chamber. Not yet. Says yeah. No, no. This isn't. This is not it to me. Like I'm. I get Rock and Roman is the big match. 
But like, I don't think you compromise your entire show for any extended period of time for that. Cody is the story. I don't know, man. I don't know. Punk Seth at Mania with a priest cash in mid match. Now, why are we doing like, why are we adding all these ingredients? <laughs> Jay evens the odds for Cody to win? No. No, I don't want rocking Jay. I want Cody to win clean as a sheet, clean as a whistle. Clean. But the the thing is, in a Roman match, that's not possible. Like It is you, possible. How? The winner needs to beat Roman Reigns clean as a sheet. No, you're right. But what I mean is, Roman always has all this interference. So are you saying Cody be Superman and by himself take out everybody? He can be Superman if... If The Rock wants to prevent somebody from running in, that's fine. But I don't want anybody else in that damn ring. Nobody else but those two. Had the same problem with the C2 as I have a chamber. Why participate in the C2 when you can just challenge the winner of the title? Could be a point of pride. That's what Eddie Kingston established was that it was very, very important to him. It was also positioned differently when they created it. It was positioned as like a showcase, a sports showcase kind of. Yeah. So it was different. It was different. The the, the title shot wasn't uh, the focus supposed to be of a lot of those wrestlers. We're wrapping up, guys. We've got a few more super chats. Peter says, my bad clip said five days ago. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, use that cage match, my friend. Now, we got a, a couple of interesting Fightful-related questions. Patrick says, where do you hope Fightful is in five years? And, and BL says, question for Jimmy, knowing this was the first turning of a profit for Fightful, was there ever thought of pulling the plug? Uh, that one's more of a you question, but I mean, we can both answer the five-year thing. But yeah, let's start with that one. Is fortunately, we are not in that position anymore. Yep. No, I. we've talked about this. There were many times when you hit me up and you said, do I need to look for a job? And yeah. I told you no. I the first, always The first six months, especially. Before I was on camera with Jimmy, and sorry to interrupt, but I'll explain why. Because when I got hired at What Culture, I told them very, very clearly, I'm like, listen, guys, you, you understand this is slow and steady, right? You're not immediately going to make your money back on me. And they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Matt Holmes cut me and a bunch of other people because he didn't see immediate results. Jimmy understood that yeah. better than anybody I've ever worked with. So I, I knew my vision. My vision was for us to, I really wanted to lean into the podcasts and I wanted to break news. And at the time in 2016, there was nobody doing both. If you think about it, right? The, the guys that broke the news didn't do podcasts. The guys that did no podcasts, video podcast, yeah. Video podcast. Yeah. And the guys that did video podcasts didn't really break news. That was my vision and I believed in it. And so, uh, no, I never once thought about pulling the plug on Fightful. Not once. I would say after about, Basically, once I got on camera with Jimmy and we had our first like face to face conversations, that's when I was like, this is the guy and this is the guy I want to work with for good. I've had some offers and stuff and never really entertained them. I've leveraged them, but never. Entertained oh, yeah, you them. sure have. I've certainly leveraged <laughs> them, but I've never seriously entertained going anywhere else because he constantly reaffirmed me that I made the right decision leaving wrestling Inc passing up, going back to wrestling Inc passing up, going to another place uh, passing up at the time. What was life changing money? Because now I've got a different life changing situation. And I can tell you that at no point had I taken any of the offers from wrestling Inc or 
one of the other very, very nice offers I had, they would have never allowed me to keep my team, keep them the way that I wanted them, renegotiate deals, and have the freedom that I have here. Like, it just would have never happened like that. So, I mean, I'm constantly reassured that I made the right decision there. As far as where we are in five years, what do you think about that one, Jimmy? I mean, there's things we've talked about doing that we've just never done mm-hmm. uh, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, maybe spinning off other other things. We've talked about the app. There's things we've talked about we haven't done, and maybe we'll follow some of that through. But, uh, you know, I got other stuff I'm working on, and uh, you're yeah. a busy guy, so we'll have, to, we'll have to cross that bridge. So, I mean, you know, I've got contingency plans for everything it's like it used to be what if the sources dry up well now there are so many sources that it just will never be completely dry of information it will never happen like that but we've got ways that we can pivot we've got the ability to produce different video content that's why i cast such a wide net live shows news shows review shows i want us to try a little bit of everything that way if there are lulls or peaks in certain types of content, we can lean into those as well. Within five years, I do want to have like Fightful Select Espanol. I do want to have an app. I'll do that, yeah. Yeah. Um, like to have a Discord if that's even still a thing. But also I need to familiarize myself with those. But those are three things in the not to, I mean, the app is probably a while off, but there are ways that are things that I would like to to do there as well. But guys, we are headed over to FightfulSelect.com. We appreciate you guys so much. Until next time, we're out.